0: d-e-r-m dot com
1: remember when the
2: beast becomes funny and has like frilly little things in his hair and it's like oh they're beastie? outside in the
1: snow they're being really silly and he has oh, that I-
2: thin little waist i love his dog waist i'm
1: kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you are into animals <laughs> <directing. laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast. The podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It's me, Eric Williams. And this week we have Greg Brown of ASAP Science fame. And when I say fame i mean fame y'all their videos have kajillion views they're all over tiktok instagram a million subscribers on youtube greg and his boyfriend mitch do asap science it's all about making science make sense it's gay it's hilarious and this episode is fucking insane in the best way but before we get into it i have news remember last week i told you that matt was potentially allowing us to get a dog after years of devastation and him saying no well, the results are in. And we got the dog, babe. Oh, my God. So much can change in a week. And this is what went down. So uh, on Friday of last week, Matt went early in the morning to the shelter because the dog showed up that we had seen from Twitter at on the shelter's website. I couldn't go because of work. So his sister, who was in town, went with They call me being like, we need this dog. And I was like, okay, well, now I'm freaking out because I haven't even met him. Am I adopting a dog I haven't met? I just, the anxiety skyrocketed. So what we said was, you know what? I'm going to try to get an appointment for that day. Turns out they were booked. They could only do walk-ins for the next day. And they were saying that there's a chance this dog would be gone by them because he's exactly what fags want. I'm sorry, exactly what people want. He's 12 pounds. He's so sweet. So I did everything I could do to get an appointment for that day. And your girl did it. I worked the charm. I made sure to drop that. My husband had been there because, you know, we got to make sure they know I'm gay. And so I got in at 4 p.m. I walk into the shelter. I meet the dog. 15 minutes later, I'm signing the papers. He is an angel. And we do have a name. I would like to formally announce that I would like to introduce you to our dog. Freddie, my love, love Miss Williams. Or according to Matt, just Freddie. Um, I say Freddie, my love, because of the Grease reference. Matt likes Freddie because the guy who found him on Twitter called him Freddie because his nails were long, like Freddie Krueger. I resent it. I, I know a lot of people are horror girls. It's just not me. I don't want to be like, here's my dog, the guy that kills people in a movie. I just, it's not my bag, baby. But whatever way you put it, Freddie is our love and I just can't wait to be obnoxious for a little bit online. I really am going to do everything I can to like be obnoxious when we get him and then kind of just like calm it down and let him, be the best thing to happen to me off camera another exciting announcement is i have decided to not put the merch up for sale just yet because i'm involving you and i need your help my friends i asked on the gay ass podcast instagram story about who made you gay and y'all delivered so that means we're able to do something i like to call merch madness we're going to be doing a voting system to figure out which icons are going to make it onto the merch because the merch for gayest podcast will tell the people around you who made you gay i'm going to post the design on the instagram story and also uh, the way to vote for the merch madness the top five icons or moments that can fit on the shirt will make the five final t-shirt designs if you are not a queer girly do not worry we also have merch for you that is so incredibly cute and iconic i'm kind of surprised i haven't seen people wearing them everywhere so go get to the gay ass podcast instagram vote there rock the vote i need your voice to be heard and then we'll get them up for sale very soon Let's get into this week's episode though This is Greg Brown from ASAP Science You gotta follow him and watch all of ASAP Science's videos So informational, so funny And y'all, science? They made it gay as hell Let someone know you like this podcast for are at gayestpodcast on Instagram I'm at Eric Wills Check out Freddie as we welcome him home And please enjoy this gosh darn ep. Oh my goodness gracious, looking sweaty and stunning and gorgeous is the icon that is Gregory Brown from ASAP Science. I have to tell you, we have had some scheduling snafus only because I think in in, in the way that it's delayed the beautiful gratification of having you on this podcast. I'm so fucking excited you were here and thank you for doing this, Greg. I truly mean that.
2: That's such a nice way of saying that I got COVID and then I was a mess. And then now I'm sweaty because I bike terror, and I feel like a mess now. It's a really nice way of putting that I'm a mess, but we are now here. Thank you.
1: I don't think you're a mess, actually. I think that you're just um, busy and had COVID.
2: <laughs> yeah, busy and had COVID. My memoir.
1: Are you um doing
2: okay, babe? Yeah, yeah. I'm post-COVID. The antibodies are flowing. The whole world's opened up. So I'm in Toronto and we are obsessed with weather because, you know, Four Seasons City probably gets colder than a lot of parts of America. It's now currently hot. It's May. Everyone's losing their fucking minds. Everyone is like shorts out, tits out, nipples out. I'm biking everywhere. I'm like, this is what happiness feels like.
1: They're like plastering their assholes to grass anywhere that they can.
2: Honestly, people are, BJs are happening in public right now. I can tell you that all across the city of Toronto.
1: Please come here. (laughs) I've actually never seen a public blowjob, I don't think, which is kind of an embarrassing thing to admit.
2: And you host a gay-ass podcast? Come on!
1: Who do I think I... I mean, have I? I'm sure I have. No, 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 I haven't either. I actually take that back. I think I have.
2: You know when you, like, watch porn and there's, like, the people giving blowjobs in the streets of, like, a party
1: oh yeah like i always find
2: that very interesting
1: <laughs> i mean interesting for the fact that you always see it happening and then you also see like uh, a 62 a year old uncle videotaping it also from the other side yeah
2: also people are casually having like a cocktail some people aren't even looking i'm like if i was in the vicinity of that i could not stop looking i'd be on weed for sure and i would be like <laughs> unable to not look away because it's like What an amazing thing to see! I'm just I'm just always amazed at the casualness of all the bystanders.
1: Well, there's the bystander casuality. There's also the videos of like park cruising. There's the car videos. There's there's just a lot of mechanics. Uber
2: Uber porn turns me on. (laughs) This is the gay ass podcast, right? I'm like, I don't know what what we're talking about, but that's what we're talking about right now. What a fantasy.
1: Truly. You know what? In terms of fantasies, Uber is a good one. I, I've always had a grocery store fantasy of like, you're just perusing the produce. The next thing you know, you see a, a hot guy that's like also perusing produce. And then you're like, Whoa. let's get out of here.
2: I'm so not horny in produce. I've never had that. I've never thought of that.
1: So you're saying <laughs> that like during the eggplant bonanza, you had no feeling. No,
2: never cognitively did anything to my neurons. I never cared. I only want to hook up with an Uber driver (laughs) or actually I used to get before weed was legal in Toronto. I used to, some of the few times I'd ever hang in close quarters with what were seemingly straight men was there were drug dealing companies that you would order the weed to your house and you'd have to go and get in the car with them and then do a little drive and they'd give you the weed. And it always like reeked of pot. It always was a kind of a messy car. The guys were sometimes really cute. And I always was like, this is going to be the time. And I'd always flirt, flirt, flirt. But no, no, that's another fantasy. Also, once got in the wrong car, scared the shit out of a woman. I got in with such confidence, opened the door. was like, hey, she was like, what the fuck? And then like her husband (laughs) ran out of the
1: front door. was like, what the
2: fuck are you doing? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I thought this was my truck dealer.
1: I'm so sorry. I'm doing an illegal transaction in another vehicle. I'm so
2: sorry. It was insane. She had just got her kid out of a stroller. Like it was crazy.
1: You know what? That has happened to me one time before where I actually opened like a red sedan and um, saw a very scared child. But who are we <laughs> who, who are we to not walk outside of a building, assume it's the stranger that's picking us up, and we go to the mm-hmm. wrong stranger. This, yeah. this this should be forgiven more easily by the strangers whose vehicles are uh, entered into.
2: It's when gay voice is a very powerful tool.
1: Exactly. It's like, no,
2: no, no, no. no, no, no. Sorry, oh my god. Gay, you just elongate,
1: elongate the Ass you just go, with yeah. Sorry, so
2: I've gone away with sorry.
1: murder. I've
2: literally murdered someone. But gay voice comes in, no, no bam, daytime. bam.
1: Sorry, yeah. bitch. <laughs> They're like literally bleeding out of their heads.
2: I used to be so intense in university. Like if like a guy looked at me the wrong way, I'd be like you fucking homophobe, <laughs> and be like so insane. And I'd be like, what you gonna hit me? Oh, the, you're gonna hit a gay. B- guy The bravery
1: of you <laughs> admitting that you
2: weaponized <laughs> your homosexuality. <laughs> like I fully did. I'd, like, hide behind my girlfriends and be like, oh, you're
1: gonna hit a girl. You're not gonna give me a 20% discount, Target? You're homophobic.
2: Yeah. You're homophobic. Also, like, there'd be straight clubs where you can't wear, like, tank tops. That was, like, a thing. But I'd always be wearing a tank top, and they'd be like, you have to get out. And I'd be like,
0: homophobic, Fox! And they'd be like, really?
2: no, there's just a dress code, you idiot. And I was like, well, that's You're at so a five-star <laughs> Michelin-star
1: <laughs> restaurant? I hate that- dress code. I mean, listen, It's we are being told what we have to be growing up. And if we can't wear a tank top, then that is a, stripping away our gay rights.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Wait, since we are on the subject of hookups and hot men, I think I need to drop the <laughs> reference of the Jeff Probst nudity cake that you got rich mm. for his first birthday. Wait, I also want to just like, I know that l- listeners know, but you can I tell you how much of an icon you guys are? Like, Oh my god for like it's so crazy how crazy in the fact of just like you you deserve all of the success but how huge your stuff is your videos are incredible you guys are gay excellence genius excellence and also what i like about you so much is that you bring intelligence to a gorgeous horniness which i find to be so relatable you're hot and smart and that's what the world needs more of
2: Oh my god, wow. I blush, I blush across my face.
1: Listen, listen, That's very true. Nice. So that means I want to, so since I just had to get it out of the way, you got yeah. a cake of Jeff Probst <laughs> nude From it was Mitch's birthday, right?
2: Yeah, they wouldn't let me do full cock on cake. <laughs> uh, that was an awkward conversation with the cake people. They were like, I sent the image, they were like, we do not do
1: this. We cannot do this gorgeous, <laughs> like, fully. Gorgeous.
2: gorgeous. Penis.
1: I didn't know um, see when you posted that I didn't know that picture was out there until you posted that and so I made uh, a quick trip to Reddit and um oh my god it's it's legit right we think it's him
2: yeah it's legit it's legit it's very posed so this is jeff probst nude you can definitely find it online it's actually quite easy google sometimes just puts it right at the top oh. you know what i mean it's not even that hard Where you have to go learn how to code and go into reddit or
1: whatever All right dig dig dig
2: um so mitch is absolutely obsessed with competition reality tv shows specifically survivor he's been on the canadian big brother he is like fully invested in these shows which i don't really watch so there's like a difference in that he loves survivor so much so yeah you can get images on cakes people it's 2022 and i was like oh i'm gonna get him a cake that's his happy birthday with jeff Probst fully naked on it you just send the image they say we don't do uh, full semi-hard dicks on cakes. And I did think after all my friends were like, you know, there's like, you know, a teen, like a 16-year-old could be working at this cake shop. Like, <laughs> you asshole. True. So we cut it off at the pelvis. But I think it's, I think Jeff Probst in that era was absolutely sexy. And his dick is great
1: great dick and honestly dick. even without the cock and balls the cake delivers i think it's such a hot pick his body yeah. is slamming
2: i know it's a really weird dick pic because it's like he's smiling like he's on a vacation with his family and he's pulling his dick his dick is like going straight down but it is hard <laughs> and there's a little like photo frame behind him and depending on which nude you're looking at people will change that photo frame <laughs> sometimes it's really funny <laughs>
1: Does he have foreskin or not? I don't remember.
2: I don't remember. I'm like getting hard. Can we change this up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, when Jeff Probst is brought up, I know it's it's literally impossible not to have blood flow. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so then, can I then can I ask about how you and Mitch met? Yeah. So Mitch and I met
2: uh, in university, which is like what Canadians call college.
1: I know. It feels like it's so it's so Harry Pottery. I love that.
2: Yeah. There's some like weird. You guys like have called. Co- I don't know. Whatever. Y'all are crazy. We met at university. We were both studying biochemistry. I was out flaming gay man, which was not out yet. And we were sort of like it was. It's very cliche. Now we would get together and study our science. Textbooks together, like we were studying for exams, and yeah, it was just sort of an interesting time where I was like loud and exuberant, and he was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, I don't even know if I'm gay yet. And I was like, "Okay."
1: Was there a lot of tension while you were studying, like a lot of sexual tension? Oh my
2: god, yeah. Well, I was also just like, "Let's just go have sex," and he was like, "I don't know what's going on." (laughs) So like, it was very just like one sided, but like really fun, and then it just sort of evolved, and then we started to date, and then we left university. I became a science teacher, which was always my dream. And he really was interested in like editing. We both have like a strong passion for art and science. Like my degrees in biochemistry, but also visual arts. I love to paint, which oh. is like an incredible musician, also an amazing like videographer and editor. So the whole ASAP science thing sort of, it's weird because we had all these things that we were interested in that we were like, that were really sparse and no one would ever be like, Oh, you can, make a career out of any of these skills
1: that's what's so crazy about you guys is that usually people are really good at the sciencey stuff or really good at like the artsy visual creator things but it makes me a little angry that you guys can do both because i was so i was like I, I was a very big nerd in school like was so obsessed with the grades of it all but science always came really more difficult for me mm. like i have a twin brother who did um all of the like most advanced chemistry classes and i was like so angry that I didn't have the mind to do that I was a better writer but like I couldn't do the science but like you guys can do it all do you what was your worst school subject please tell me you were literally writing Oh, like
2: I'm amazing like I'm like when you just said you're good at writing I'm like that's interesting because I literally hate tid English class it would be like like I was a bit of a high achiever too it's like the classes where I get my low 70s I'd be like why the hell like I'd be like tell me why and they'd be like you know like, I, I, what frustrated me, like, why oh. I loved math and science was I knew the answer. And if it was wrong, I knew why it was
1: wrong. Yeah, I
2: had a hard time with the in between. And I could see objectively why other people who were better at writing, when I'd read their writing, I'd be like, damn, that was good. <laughs> but it's like, I couldn't understand how to like, get myself there. It was always English. But even though I loved it, I was like, Oh, we get to watch Romeo and Juliet in class. Like, Fuck yeah, like I wasn't not enjoying myself, but I was very frustrated with my marks because I wasn't like not trying.
1: Right, of course. And, yeah. It's very um Katie Heron and Mean Girls. Where she's like, Math is a universal language no matter what <laughs> country you're in. That's <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. I
2: mean, Kinda of true. Unless an alien comes and it's like all your math is wrong, which I do think it would be funny to watch all the physicists like shit themselves because they fuck
1: don't... the alien is smarter than us.
2: Fuck. Yeah, like we were wrong about time and gravity. But <laughs> so embarrassing. But I, yeah, so it was definitely English. And I will say, like, my strengths in art are like fit, are like painting. It's like it's not, it's none of that writing or grammar. I don't understand commas to this day. Like, <laughs> that's it. That's the stuff I was bad at. But I do really think there's a huge issue with the way that schools designed it's a very huge societal thing it's kind of linked to like in my opinion like misogyny of the way that science and art are like split and the way that like it's it's a it's a big thing me and mitch like talk to like academics all the time about it's a huge issue it's also why like you know there's not very many like as gay men we are usually like obviously more feminine we're more drawn to quote unquote feminine things and i think a lot of gay men also feel that sort of Unfair societal pressure that we're not good at math and science because it's always like, you know, nerdy bros that are good You're at it.
1: Right. So it's like,
2: it is, it is not, it's like an actual serious issue within like academia that people talk about a lot. And I do feel like it's not surprising that a lot of gay men aren't like, yeah, like our audience for our YouTube channel is like 60, 70% straight men. <laughs> and then there's us like, what the fuck? Like trying to figure out how to make these videos that work on this platform that's like, incel vibes, so like,
1: (laughs) oh my god! Wait, that is so interesting that the audience is hetero. I mean, the question, the the question is begging to be asked of like a little nature versus nurture of our like, is the society telling young queer people that they they're not good at?
2: Yeah, it's fully that. Like, well, they've done a lot. Like, I mean, it's it's all social science, which like is a lot harder to have any definitive answers about, Mm -hmm. which is why awful misogynist men can like have their opinions and like find the arguments that they want to back up what they think but a lot of the studies that i look to that are interesting are about places like iceland where they do studies on a lot there's a lot more gender equality and the women just like slay the men in math like they do they do studies where they like actually teach things differently and like don't allow the types of like societal input that we all deal with into things, and the women do better like Women are obviously smarter than men. We all know that. Like oh, it's we not,
0: okay, yeah, agree.
2: it's, it, it's just, it's like, in my opinion, it's fully societal 1000%. There's this really great book called the disordered cosmos that just came out by this like black woman who's, who is an astrophysicist and she fucking goes in on all this stuff. It's an amazing book. You'll learn a lot about like the big bang and like the universe and these amazing things while simultaneously learning about how fucked up the sciences are
1: oh my god i mean i can't I (laughs) can't imagine that b i i will go on record saying that i think only women should be leaders of uh Mm. countries i think the supreme court should only be women i think um
2: angela merkel we love nicola sturgeon the one the the scottish uh prime minister yeah i'm obsessed there i saw her talk once and i was like horny she's so fucking cool and she wants to leave the uk and i'm like go off i'm a separatist okay i don't know i don't know what that means maybe i was just canceled and
1: in- i'm a separatist right. i mean i i could not tell you you're talking to the yeah. you're the smart one i'm the dumb she one.
2: wants to leave and like she convinced me anyway she was great
1: listen for all of the straighties that are watching <laughs> the youtube vids do you think that you are and feel free to give the brutal, honest answer. Do you think any of them go into watching your videos like never knowing a gay person in their life? And then maybe part of the they're like, oh, maybe I'm changing my way that I perceive gay people.
2: That would be that's a gorgeous thought to have. And I'd like to think that there's someone out there where that there happens. to be, right? So the interesting thing about YouTube is that those videos are truly delivered around the world. So you get viewed by a lot of people in countries where like homosexuality is like not the same thing it is as it is in America. Mm -hmm. So predominantly our viewers are in America, Canada, Australia, Britain, English speaking countries, Mm -hmm. but also they caption all the videos pretty well. So it's kind of interesting. Like we do get a lot of comments from people that are like so deeply homophobic, but also really curious, like very much like, wow, I've never like, seen an open gay person talk about. We did a video on like poppers, like the science of poppers. <laughs> and that was great. That was like our I think our audience of men were like, what the fuck? And there were just people being like, there was like interesting sort of moments where I was like, I think these people are actually learning a lot and feeling more um yeah, like getting a little on board with our messages in a way. Yeah. Like, cool, cool. They probably didn't... It's, it'd be hard to be exposed to this, though.
1: Well, that's the whole... Th- what I have found as a uh, aged gay man, 32, is that I forget how so many straight people and, like, the groups they run in literally don't know a single gay person. Yeah, and, like, a lot yeah. of the things that we think are sort of widely known are completely, yeah. like, even when it comes to, let's yeah. say, poppers, even when it comes to, like, like I've talked to straight friends about open relationships, and they are so incredibly yeah. scandalized by even the thought of that world. Yeah. Was it, so you like like, a group of queer people. It's fucking
2: weird when gay people aren't in open. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean that, but that's a, like a, that's. But it's kind of that in my group of friends. Like we're all like in open relationships. But I do you also think there's a really important? Like I do think that we're gonna we're gonna get to a closing relationship trend soon. I think.
1: And, of course. I mean, I think. like no, you're
2: so right. Like it's like it's not even an interesting conversation in gay communities, but then straight people would probably like. Gossip, gossip, if that
1: happens. Well, I have to say that we had an amazing comedian on a few weeks ago, Sydney Washington, and I was trying to say that because open relationships are so much more common and like less stigmatized in the gay world, that it feels like there's more trust and communication, and like I feel like there's less cheating when there's more of a willingness to be open. Yes, but she sure. was saying that a lot of her friends who are open are completely messing around, and there are there is a lot of cheating. And the <clears> only <throat> reason why I bring it up is because. Um, obviously, will not give like, any specifics, but I did hear of a crazy cheating scandal amongst open people. And how it, do you cheat
2: when it's what, open?
1: What I found out is that there was what um, <laughs> I know. Oh my my God, friends I'm listening, obsessed. I know my friends listening to this right now, being like, I cannot believe we're talking about this. Um, there, what I had heard in general terms is that the arrangement that was agreed upon mm-hmm. had been, according to two people, what they thought was the arrangement, but. Other oh. people were going outside of what the agreed arrangement mm. was, and it was a complete. And for like years, it was behind people's backs.
2: Wow. Okay. So yeah, no, that's true. These things involve communication, which can't be broken.
1: But that just also, I think, proves that there are um, toxic people, no matter what community yeah. you're in. That's just for toxicity sure, for sure. But it, but you're right
2: about the straight thing. I literally the other day. So I um, spoiled brat over here. I got a canoe that I,
1: I saw on the
2: lake of Ontario in Toronto. My, dream is i've been waiting on a a wait list for five years so i'm now freaking canoeing every day i'm obsessed i love bird watching canoeing birds let's go but i was waiting for my friend and i was watching like a volleyball like an intramural volleyball and it was just like hot straight person after straight person 25 years old they i feel like they just left university the girls are all cracking their vodka sodas the guys are like have pro literal protein like you know those big protein things. oh god yeah <laughs> you didn't even church. say them um, that's embarrassing um of beer and it was like they were so straight it was i was having i was like had my binoculars i was like i'm gonna fucking look at them through these like this was the Fuck most bird fascinating watching. thing yeah they the way they talked the way they interacted the things they were wearing i was like these people don't know a gay person and i don't know them like though like the whole way that they were moving and talking i was like yeah it, it is interesting. i forget that this is mainstream society. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, like, so out of touch. Like, I was just like, what are they talking okay, about? Okay, this
1: like, is... We're, le- we're leading such parallel lives because I was at the beach recently and saw a gigantic group of, like, either collegiate or, like, very young people, very straight. All the genders Hot. Were They're hot. Were they hot? So hot. They're so, so hot. And also, I'm <laughs> in California, and so, like, you're thinking about yeah. ca- California college culture. It was, yeah. like, they were all just, like, ripped bodies. What was so funny is, though, is that all the men were hanging out with each other all the yes. way like there was such a separation it's like, of a, genders. Dance.
2: It's like a high school dance
1: I, yeah it was like very much eighth grade 1962 yes. film however the question became a how old actually are you people which i kept yeah. wanting us to ask That's them true. but my friends told me that would be quote inappropriate so <laughs> then um i didn't but they were it was just exactly like a so, like you were saying social sciences before i yeah. felt like i was watching a yeah, like you exactly. know when you're in school like we're gonna do an experiment of like I mean put any like serious topic in here but for this I feel like I was watching lab rats just honestly straight people the
2: way the men would shift their body language when they'd finally go to the women and the way the women would kind of like skip over to the men I was like I was like you don't need to skip like you were just acting so cool with your girlies Uh, then all of a sudden a guy comes like obviously a super hot guy comes close and now you're like changing and then i'm watching the girls like oh my god i was lit i was stoned but i was literally like i was like i didn't even want to go canoeing i just want to watch this and i made my friend watch for it and he was like this is fucking weird like let's go i was like okay i'm picturing you're right staring in the canoe some of them don't. They probably don't know. Like we could be like, we could we could make those girls laugh so hard by being like, "Slay, yes, mama." They would like lose their mind. You're a like, fucking genius. They never heard it. Yeah, they probably like slay.
1: They've fuck. never heard personality from a male person. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait. So that because you, I often think about this for smart people like you because you know all the science behind poppers. Does that uh, inhibit or encourage <laughs>
2: Inhibit inhibit
1: that's why i that's why y'all. i i truly have never um yeah. had a sexual moment with a popper just because i read an article uh, that you can get a blind spot in your eye oh
2: for sure it is not it it's not it i can do a quick popper tutorial if you need it essentially it was invented to treat angina because they realize it does like it vasodilates um certain blood vessels near your heart so they used to actually give it to people and like they In like the 1800s, like everyone was doing poppers Um, because it was like a form of medicine that actually kind of worked. Considering it was 1800s, and they were like bloodletting, and like when people were sick, they're like cut them open and let them bleed, like shit like that. It It wasn't a bad idea for that for that time, but it really is very acute, and it vasodilates your smooth muscle cells. So that's why it does cause a loosening of your anus, your vagina, your throat. And so like, that's all real. Like all that stuff that people are using it for is not, not real. But the thing is, is that essentially a really dangerous part of it is like GHB, Viagra. These are all vasodilators as well. And if you're using it with them, it's like extremely dangerous. And if you end up in the hospital, having done those types of things, there's not really pharmacological solutions. Like it's it's like a weird answer where people don't realize like when you go to a hospital there are things people can do but if you're mixing like a lot of the things that gay people are mixing you've now done such kind of a complicated pharmacological thing already to your body there's not much you can do to fix it like
1: you're on your own babe
2: it's really sad that's why ghb is really dangerous it ghb is sort of like a way of thinking about it physiologically is that it is a really intense quick version of getting drunk wait so what is
1: ghb is, what's what do i
2: ghb is like a really okay. popular gay drug
1: is it do people have call you... it ghb
2: yeah or g g oh i think now never... i'm like are my friends fucking crazy no, <laughs> no, I never, I'm, do... <laughs>
1: but i'm like a I, i'm very l7 square i'm very like i love weed i love, I love weed. but like i have like i've never done molly which i here is fun, but like I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just that girl that has has not done a ton.
2: Okay, so sorry to answer the poppers thing. It's just like it's actually like very strong. It's very intense. It's very, it, it it can make you have a blind spot. It can make you very sick. It's not necessarily worth it. It's also an like over long periods of times, so it can do like obviously like anything like physical damage to your brain that
1: can be quite like, damaging. To so your, what do like, you intellect. as a do- as a doctor? What do you tell people that want to loosen their assholes?
2: yeah i mean it's sort of like if you really really need poppers it's more it's like anything it's like do it in moderation or maybe i don't know lube that baby up let them eat that booty like groceries for like an extra half hour why not yeah like that is just just my opinion it's just and just when you learn like if you when you learn to look into the science like this is fucking intense struggle if i spill it on my skin it burns my skin like no (laughs) thanks so, I
1: do hear that very much. People are like, fuck, my my, yeah. my messenger bag decinerated.
0: Yeah, I know. It's like you're fucking
1: like huffing that shit. But GHB is like,
2: it's, it's a very popular like circuit party drug. I've never done it, but it is physiologically equivalent to a alcohol. So when you mix it, it actually can become quote unquote the date rape drug when mixed with alcohol. Also, if you do that with an upper like ecstasy That's another situation and why a lot of people overdose from GHB is because they get to the hospital. And again, you're now having your, you're physiologically exciting your neurons while suppressing your neurons. You show up at the hospital, the way that they would fix that is to go one way or the other. And now they can't end.
1: You literally die so yeah dark-sided dark-sided yeah. all all this to say be careful girlies girlies be careful girlies Be careful well listen <laughs> i wanna i wanna tell you that so many <laughs> lessons are already being learned i'm but- like okay,
2: we have a game on the gay ass podcast and it was like don't you poppers don't you g it's like wow downer
1: okay. no not even an no, upper and downer apparently upper and <laughs> downer <laughs> So, I got to ask the podcast question which is mm. Greg Brown from ASAP Science. <laughs> Whose fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame? Oh my babe? god.
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact.
2: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first
1: month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
2: Celine Dion.
1: (sighs) Do you know who also answered that? Really? There's other answers on that? Someone has already answered Celine Dion, but you're in very good company. Who? Who? Bowen Yang from SNL also says... No that-
2: way! Yes,
1: he did. Um, but also, these are Canadians speaking their Canadian gay truth. Oh, my God. Truth.
2: But I think that
1: Bowen is from, actually,
2: Quebec, right?
1: Yeah, but is that... Uh, right, I'm not from
2: I'm like, I'm like, damn it. He, like, definitely got in there and has way more legit reason. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm an Anglo-Saxon colonial asshole. Fuck. I mean, the French colonized, too, but they colonized, a uh, quote-unquote, little bit better way. <laughs> <laughs> They were like, let's trade with the indigenous, whereas like my British ancestors were like, let's fucking murder everyone.
1: <laughs> Pillage um, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Devastating. Um yeah.
2: Oh my God, that's that is such good company. Now I'm it, like, yeah, we're just both intellects, okay? Leave us alone.
1: <laughs> Leave us alone. I do think though, Celine Dion is such a good answer. Do you was was it like a young age situation that you were always into Celine, or did it come Oh
2: my God, yeah. Early men's so there's like even like pre horny for like the beast and beauty and the beast energy it's like sure. i love celine dion and it's kind of like okay well that's gay before i was like horny for
1: oh yeah yeah culturally gay Man. before sexually gay
2: yeah do you know what i mean i absolutely know but then but <laughs> yeah. then this
1: okay i need to know a lot of people feel that... feel that no the question that what the question is about beating the bees. Were you more drawn to the beast or Gaston?
2: Oh. More drawn to the beast. And also I like made a video that went crazy viral on my Instagram about how like when the beast became the human, I was like, ew. And then I was like, fuck, am I into animals? Or am I just gay? <laughs> like I, I, like, I don't literally missed like, that. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, um, it's just some like transition on TikTok, you know, changing lives out here." Gee,
1: but um, really? oh, wait, yeah, oh my God,
2: like... Gaston! Gaston's toe was a sexual awakening for Mitch.
1: The toe, who
2: isn't that into foot stuff, considering you know when his toe comes out of his dirty sock at the beginning.
1: Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Beauty oh, we... and the Beast is hot. Okay, so it is very <laughs> hot. The Gaston covered in hair. The Beast also covered in hair. It's the really Beast just is so hot. He is. Remember the, when the
2: Beast becomes funny and has like frilly little things in his hair, and it's like, oh, they're beastie. outside
1: in the snow. They're being really silly, and
2: he has oh, that I, thin little waist. I love his dog waist. I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you are into animal. <laughs> drugs. No, um, no, no, no. you're like in his cute puppy ears. I'm like, oh my god,
2: now. related to Celine Dion. She sang the theme song. Hello, hello. She was always oh there. God. She was, she was. Always
1: there. Isn't that um? Wait, now I'm getting confused. The ending credits are also a version of. Um, certain as a soon, yeah, it's like with her, yeah. Duet. She the duet is so good, yeah. The uh, funny thing is, is that you recently posted a foot pic on Instagram, um, <laughs> in like, re- re- refer in reference to gout. <laughs> yeah, um, I get you, gout. Did you actually have gout?
2: Yeah, I'm like an embarrassment.
1: Of how do you, how do you, how do you get gout?
2: <laughs> okay, you're now making fun of me on your podcast that's so
1: mean (laughs) i'm kidding i'm literally (laughs) celebrating the gout i'm saying Uh,
2: like can we not talk about how i have gout what the fuck is wrong with you i'm kidding (laughs) um so you get gout from eating hot so i'm now vegetarian i wasn't at the
1: time also Um, some people in my family have had gout i support your gout yes
2: it is i'm a gout supporter
1: first and foremost it is, it, it, it plagues the white colonial
2: community. I think it's a hilarious thing to get. <laughs> apparently it's back with vengeance with millennials who eat sushi. Like apparently it's like, it's, it's high amounts of uric acid, too much uric acid in your body. It then gets trapped in like the small vessels of the extraneous parts of your like limbs. But obviously your toes and your fingers are like where your blood vessels kind of like eventually like have to become the smallest and thinnest and spread out. So mainly it happens in your feet. And you'll like, I used to like, like I got it once after like being in New York and like going to some restaurant with my sister and just eating like steak and red wine. And there's just like certain things, primates, uric acid, fish, raw fish. That's why the sushi thing Uh that people are kind of like getting it without realizing it. They think they're eating like a really healthy diet, but they're actually eating a diet. That's actually quite rich in like uric acid. So you just have to like, be careful about that. And so now I'm like vegetarian, vegan. I'm fine, but I am a gout
1: survivor. <laughs> Literally, sort of a gout awareness. I do feel uh, bad that I'm making you just explain the drug. No, that but it's also <laughs> <down your gout. laughs> yeah,
2: I know. But also, it's like weird because it's like you it it, it uh, plagues people who are like more obese or older, like. I got, like, you know, uncles who've had gout after their 60s. So the fact that I was, like, getting it was, like, really fucking weird. But we did test my blood, and I did have high uric acid. But they didn't actually test my – it was awful. But crystals, like, when you get gout, it's actually, like, physical crystals. And they could put a syringe in. They'll pull it out. They'll put it on a petri dish and be like, that's gout. They never did that with me, but they they were pretty sure. make a bracelet out of it? That, yeah, a gorgeous – Hookah shell, which will, which has got to come back. Everything's cyclical. We'll be in hookah shell territories.
1: So. Yeah, there'll be close relationships and we're all going to be wearing, uh, gorgeous. Yeah. I'm
2: seeing Avril Lavigne tonight. Oh. <gasps> That's Shut the
1: flag. fuck up! I should have
2: said that instead of Celine. They're both kind of French Canadian.
1: They and are, and you know what? I recently made a playlist out of like a sad moment. I wanted to hear some bops from before that would really center <clears throat> me. And one of the main songs I would repeat is "I'm with
2: You." I'm with you. Yeah.
1: Iconic song. There's something about still that beautiful. Song.
2: It's like is Joni Mitchell writing this? Like what's happening? Here?
1: Yeah, who's the, who's the actual writer credit? It's just so. Oh, okay. it's the
2: Matrix. Oh. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Avril Levine. It's The Matrix and Avril Levine. They also wrote Miss Independent for Kelly Clarkson. Wait, Wait Seriously? All that shit was like for Avril, Avril adjacent. Yeah.
1: Since you've been gone with an Avril Bob that went to Kelly.
2: Yeah, and know who also, I don't know, this is very Canadian, <laughs> like, like the only person who's going to get this is Bowen Yang, but <laughs> Chantel Krevyazic and Rain Maida, re- lead singer of Our Lady Peace, two Canadian musician icons are who wrote with Avril Lavigne and wrote since you've been
1: on Wow. Uh, well, we, yeah. we thank them for their service because- You know who Our Lady Peace is? I absolutely do not.
2: That is amazing! <laughs> As any Canadian, we all know who Our Lady Peace wow. is. Do you know who Chantel Krevyazic is?
1: Bless you. This
2: no, is I so don't. fucking great. Okay, anyways, I'm in. An, am a dumb American. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you
1: I, 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 if I, I kid, Y you K Y K
2: I, I K Y K I was that wrong.
1: This is going to um, be funny. that's a gay ass Canadian podcast. Today. Okay, but
2: no, I love Celine Dion, and, and I love whatever. Celine. Do
1: you? Um, were you? <laughs> were you a Titanic person? Oh my god, was anyone not? I don't at know. At that time,
2: Probably. that'd be no, I, so boring. Can you, can you
1: imagine like, someone who it like, wasn't
2: actually that? That fucking masterpiece wasn't that good.
1: <laughs> Kate Winslet's not a good actor. Pardon. Oh my
2: God. Also, when people say who's your favorite actor, I say Kate Winslet.
1: I love Kate. Did yeah. you watch Mayor of Easttown? Loved. Thank like,
2: God. I'd say the show, six out of 10. Kate Winslet in the show brings it nine to 10. Nine out of 10. Do you know what I mean? Like, she is why that show is good.
1: I'm really thinking back on this. i I think 7.2.
2: Yeah, like it's like it's a great, it's a good show, but it's just a great show because, because of, Kate. of Kate Winslet. You know what I mean? And the
1: accent, the accent yeah. brings it up another half point.
2: Okay, once no, I'm just like this is just how I I just talk like insanely. Please. Once I had to do this really cool Greenpeace like anti oil activist trip to the Arctic to stop the Canadian government from essentially seismic blasting for oil in indigenous waters. I did it with emma thompson and her daughter and some other people were on this like tiny ship and emma thompson's daughter was like <laughs> she like had her phone we were like on the ship she was like oh yeah like just got back from uh kate's scottish house right before coming here it was absolutely <gasps> gorgeous i was like kate kate huh. kate <laughs> and she was like kate that. Yeah, she snacked it and i literally played dumb i was like yeah oh
0: yeah
1: you did yeah, not yeah. play dumb. And then i was like
2: I, I i i became a full-on psychopath i was like oh my god yeah oh yeah titan yeah yeah oh yeah she's great yeah some of that yeah oh my god what, what's her house like scotland what's that oh. like she's like oh oh it's great it's great yeah like and she gets her phone and starts showing me photos i'm like oh that's really cool that's a really cool 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 photo oh it's a really big house Oh my God. Like, can I see? you're I, like, a sociopath.
1: The, I fact literally, that you, the fact that you could do that with a straight face while seeing Kate Winslet's Scottish house is un. I lied to
2: get access to photos of Kate Winslet's love wins scottish home and now i'm like am i gonna get sniped like should i not have said
1: i think no i think <laughs> what i'm what you're proving is that you're, you could be a serial killer and no one would know
2: <laughs> yeah no it was crazy like, like no oh, one was Hill? around party yeah i told mitch after he's like that's really fucked up i was like i know i don't know it just happened
1: but honestly it's also very smart because you were in survival mode all you wanted to do was see those photos and mm-hmm. you did what had to be done
2: there's like i said she was like these are her shrubs i was like gorgeous shrubs gorgeous wait, wait you're, you're bearing the gorgeous. lead
1: though what was it like to be on a small boat with emma thompson
2: oh so that's that's so interesting because i only really knew her from angels in america she played the angel i didn't okay, have blog. i didn't ha- yeah sorry i'm an intellectual okay? i was
1: gonna say i choose
2: the same things as the intelligent bone yeah
1: um <laughs> what about love actually so i
2: actually love love actually true okay, thank um you. sorry i think that it was more like when i wanted to sort of you know shoot the shit with her. I was like, oh, I loved America, But um, I didn't have this sort of like cultural obsession with her. And uh-huh. since then I've sort of like noticed she's absolutely hilarious. She does these, she's very, she's exactly who she is in those kind of interviews mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm, see, like, mm-hmm. which is really refreshing. She, what she was so exuberant. She was very aware of her like position in the sense that she obviously was there to bring awareness. And she yes. said she was just so like nice to everyone. So gracious and such an actor, like, I mentioned that I liked angels in America and I guess the director had recently died and she like grabbed my hand. She's like, you know, Michael passed away recently. <laughs> and the, like, and the thought that a young gay man has been moved by such a piece. She like started to cry. I was like, Oh my God. Like, like, you know, what? like I'm like, I'm not like that. I'm like, I can, I can talk like this, but I'm not emotionally open. Like, she, it was just like
1: she was oh just like my letting God. it flow. She was I drinking, am she was... beaming. This is such a good story. Yeah. I'm on the boat with you right now. With yeah, she, it was she's kind of like my hand.
2: Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Like it was like I I felt like a little weird because I was like I don't know how to interact <laughs> with people like this because like I'm like what the hell? You're like, I'm sta- not. Emotional. You're staring into
1: her tear stained eyes. And yeah, head. I was literally
2: like, or actually like, I don't even like that movie that much. Like I don't know. Like Tom. <laughs> like it's okay. You don't need to cry.
1: You like put the walls but up, she, girl.
2: Put the walls up. She also would drink a cup of little, she would have gin in a mug every night before bed.
1: That is such a, that is such a British <laughs> yeah. actress thing to do. Just, yeah. just
2: a cup a little cuppa. But I am sc- scarred because we went to this like gorgeous like fjord and it was really cloudy. And me and Mitch had to get back to film the video we were going to release. And then also make this video with like Bill Nye plus I had a wedding. Essentially, if we weren't there, they would have obviously stayed for like the mist to pass so that you could see this absolutely gorgeous fjord in the Arctic that no one will ever be able to see again. and it was like this sad meeting where we were like we gotta go and Emma Thompson was like yeah you're sure you gotta go oh, and I was no, like no you stole yeah, Emma Thompson's fjord go. she was like I hope your wedding is like I hope that you're really close to the person you went. like it was like it was it was no it wasn't that mean but it was like I still come <laughs> sometimes wake up at night and I'm like I stole like a gorgeous travel experience from Emma Thompson and her daughter
1: <laughs> but who who among us doesn't have moments where you wake up in a, a wet yeah. sweat night of sleeping you're yeah. Like oh fuck! I stole Emma yeah. Thompson's fjord. I
2: stole Emma Thompson's fjord, but she was she was great. She was exactly who she I was, lo- and since I- then I've really sort of like watched more of her and watched her interviews. be like ah, oh, she's she's super cool.
1: I'm glad to because when you find out when a celebrity like that is not cool, it is yeah. truly yeah. a hit.
2: It could have it could have been bad. Actually, she said something interesting. Was she was the first person to ever say that she thought Hamilton? So so she said Hamilton. It was good. But there's a lot of male energy. I thought there could have been more feminine. Why not have women play the men? And I kind of was like, at that time, like, girl, you're canceled. Don't come for Hamilton. But since then, I'm
1: like, huh, she was a white feminist queen. White feminist queen. And honestly, like, (laughs) as problematic as it's been, like, talking poorly about Lin-Manuel Miranda, I think is okay. I'm okay with that.
2: Oh, you're one of those. I love them. It's, even not, though that I, it's not that I, I dislike
1: him. Is like... that that I love his work and I dislike the centering of himself in some yeah. of the things that have become. It's just like we're saying things are cyclical. Yeah. I have Lin Manuel cycles where I'm like listening to and watching Moana every day, Hamilton oh stuff, and then and then I see him pop up in a cameo in, in The Heights. So I'm like, get the fuck off the screen, even though he literally wrote it. Which I, love. I know it's just the song, but it is annoying because he's. It's, it's just like you don't need to sing
2: the song.
1: There's so many people can sing the song. There. Exactly. Also moana
2: i watched that recently my nephew it's like disney's insane like that whole message of that of that movie is like nature is beautiful we must preserve nature and then i'm like they're just like having a thousand bangladeshi kids make little moanas like it's just like it's like so menacing i was like this is so amazing that my nephew gets this message and then i was like wait a second like now i'm gonna buy him a moana like plastic doll like what the fuck they're lying to us at least toy story was like Just about suburban white people. Like, I don't know. There's something menacing about this. This I didn't even
1: think about the merch. Fuck.
2: The merch! The Moana merch! (laughs) It's like, there shouldn't be Mo. There better not be Moana
1: merch. And if there is any merch, you better be making it sustainable and all the money is going to saving me. But it's not! It's not. (laughs) Disney is... Sometimes Cass Black Girl. Us. Cass lighter. Um, I could watch Moana every... I Sometimes with my nephew, I'm like, I don't it's know, so do you want to watch Moana? And he's like, <laughs> we just did. And I'm like, yeah, but we know the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to ask another podcast question, Greg, hmm. which is, if the world was ending and you could only <laughs> save one character actress, who would you save?
2: Oh my God, but can I say Kate Winslet?
1: You can. Because like, I it's was, not a
2: character, but I've always kind of like... Crossed my eyes and got in a migraine, and people are like, "That's a character actress, and that's not." Like, Everyone is triggered.
1: I'm the more and more. I what do this that podcast, the, the more and more I do this podcast, people are triggered by the the question about character actress. It, it's literally a female. It's that it's Kate. It's Kate. The yeah. character. The fact that Kate did an accent that. Like intense on Mary. Yeah. That's a that's a character. That's actress. it.
2: Because it's 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 just someone who can show up and like morph. Yeah,
1: into yeah exactly. The, yeah, that's you know <laughs> The second you said that, I went into a show that I'm currently watching on HBO. It's this the the new version of the Staircase with Tony Collette. Um, oh, okay. That
2: the gets, Staircase was that documentary,
1: right? It's the documentary, but the insane. But it's a real. Durham, North Carolina woman that was found in a bloody mess at the bottom of the stairs, and the husband says she fell, but they're like, wait a minute, So they she? made it into a dramatic? Now it's like a, a scripted Whoa, series on HBO, okay. and it is just in, I mean, it's just, the whole story is insane, like, face value, what actually happened, and then now dramatizing it. The way Because there was a documentary made about it while the trial was happening. So in the scripted version, you see the documentary crew like around his dog. Wow. It's just like a very, very meta insane. And also the question still is begging to be asked, what the fuck happened to her?
2: Oh my God. And so Tony Collette is killing it, is your point? Like,
1: that's a character. She's actress. killing it. She's the. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She, she to me, is transforming into this, like. The Kate rip. Winslet of Australia. She's the Australian. Oh kid. no, Kate Blanchett
2: might be mad about that. What's with Kate? Wow. We should call her. Yeah, call imagine Blanchett. I was like, oh, maybe I'll call Kate Winslet after this. Sorry, I'm
1: going to text her. <laughs> we hear on the microphone
2: here. <laughs> so, like, okay, it's definitely. I'm definitely just going to say Kate Winslet.
1: I think that's a gorgeous. Because answer. I already said that it's a great answer and i think kate wins also i think as a uh, on a human level i bet you kate is a great time
2: oh my god for sure remember she carried like some old man out of a burning building
1: i don't it was like okay
2: i hope to god this is true and not like a daily mail i was like (laughs) wasted and went on daily mail or something but okay you know like the virgin galactic guy (laughs) the elon musk of like 10 years ago what's his name oh yeah like old virgin
1: he also was a a shark on shark tank for a second i was like a guest like richard branson or something
2: yeah yeah something about that i think she was dating richard branson's like (sighs) nephew or something weird she was she was on richard branson's island the house is burning down she's dating some millionaire the millionaire's grandma's in the house she goes in carries the grandma out of that burning house
1: Bless.
2: So now you need to fact check this. Everyone needs to, everyone listening needs to fact check this, but I believe this to be true. (laughs) And where's that movie? Where's that movie? Kate like
1: carrying her millionaire boyfriend's (laughs) burning up grandmother out out of of a private island, burning Burning home. home. Yeah. That takes me to a movie I watched on the plane recently that is M. Night Shyamalan's Old because I wanted to watch it. Oh, I kind
2: of like I've heard some hilarious lore around this movie.
1: Wait, what's the... Okay, well, first of all... Like that it's actually funny. Oh, oh my god it's so funny because I was telling a friend that I think the actual conceit is is based off a book which is a smart crazy conceit you go to an island and then it makes you old in about 4 <laughs> seconds flat you're like fuck that's, a, oh my god, that's crazy their bodies already. are changing like the girl gets pregnant <laughs> within about 4 seconds and then, gives, and then gives birth to the baby 5 minutes later like it's truly unhinged but oh then the acting is so hokadoo <laughs> also my favorite part of the whole movie is that they of course have different actors playing the people at different ages they are speeding <laughs> up fast, but their accents change with every new actor. So you're like, Wait a minute, how did they gain? <laughs> you're like, your like Actually,
2: lost. You're like, I actually don't know who that like, is. Wait, who
1: are they playing? Oh yeah, it's God. like, it's just, it looks like a student film that is a, a, an hour and 40 minutes that had a crazy budget and just was. I not- love
2: that he's just still keeps it's just like signs was just so too good <laughs> that we're all just like, Yeah, make another one you know what try we'll again you, try again girly we'll give you whatever. oh people get super old real fast <laughs> write the check
1: there, and the man. poster for the movie is like the girl's <laughs> yeah. are feet of the sand. Yes. <laughs> one of them's yeah. like her gorgeous young foot the other one's a skeleton
2: yeah i've literally seen people on instagram be like this movie's jokes like like just like that image of the leg and being like huh and okay actually- so i i still am just like i'm like i don't know what the fuck Nying said about Celine Dion, but i know it was better i feel like i haven't said enough so, obsessed with John, obsessed with John, like everyone should be. Apparently, have you heard about her new movie? No. Okay, so she has, it's not her new movie. It is a French, real France, sorry, Quebec. Now, Ooh. Quebec wants to separate. I don't want Quebec to separate from Canada. I'm not a separatist in Canada. I'm a separatist solely in Scotland. So, it's a French the mainland France movie, apparently quite a high budget, where this comedian, a really funny comedian in France plays Celine Dion, but they couldn't get the proper rights. So so Aline. Aline, all the songs, instead of like, I'm alive, it's like, I'm happy. Like they like, they (laughs) sing the same songs, like with the same tunes, (gasps) but they decide instead of getting a different actor to play her when they're older, they CGI this woman's face onto a child actor. And apparently it is like cats. Like insane ass like creepy c g i that doesn't work well that's like really insane, and the whole movie's obviously like apparently pretty funny and interesting, but actually quite a blockbuster success in France, Boy. but this like uncanny valley of her face on a child actor, i like I need to see it, it's not out in Canada yet.
1: is but... it supposed to be funny um, I think well
2: she's a from what I've read, the person playing her is like a comedian, so like. I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, but I know it's just like a really harsh take. And I've read like some funny, like con, like post, or as we say in America, cans, some post con, like people who were writing like as much as like the gorgeous new, like, I don't know, like Xavier Dolan feature was amazing. I cannot stop thinking about this fucking Aileen movie. Like they were all just like, and it was crazy that they put her face on a kid and it was a choice. And it was like impactful even though it might've been funny and we don't really know what the intention was. It was like, you know what memorable. this
1: is, is a fucking cult classic in the making. Yes. In the
2: making. And apparently there's some backlash. Cause it is like, was she groomed by Renee? But oh. I must say Renee and Celine, I mean, together until he died, you can't say that about many Hollywood couples. Also, I saw Celine Dion in Las Vegas three days before Renee died. Shut up. And we were there re-scrolling Twitter. We're like, come on, buddy. You can't die. She's going to cancel. She did it. It was her last (laughs) performance before he died. Not that I was thinking like that, even though I just admitted that I was. (laughs) And she was incredible to the last dying, his last dying
0: breath.
1: (laughs) Love it. Your hits keep on coming with the devastating situation, <laughs> yeah. circumstances yeah. of how you saw Celine Dion, yeah. and she sounded gorgeous till his last dying breath.
2: And it was my first concert, Toronto, most amphitheater. Parents got me tickets. Cried when I got them. They still needed me to come out to them, even though I sawed <laughs> my eyes out when I was in grade. Seven.
1: You're weeping, shoulder shaking at a Celine Dion yeah. concert.
2: And I have a strong memory. So I have. This is my Celine go off. I have a strong memory of you know this song with um, Yo Yo Ma, like. I've been waiting for you here. Okay. So there's a famous pause in that song where she goes like,
0: I've been. And I was like,
2: I was like there as a kid. And it was like, I remember I was on the grass, like way far back. And I forgot about the pause and it was like, I've been, and I was like, like screamed it. And it was like, I just remember all the like 40 year old women around me with their wines, like losing their fucking shit, laughing in my face. I was so embarrassed. And I'd run to the front. My mom was at the back. I ran back to my mom. I was like, I fucked that." I said, wait for you way too
1: early. I love that you told your mom, though. I would have kept it to the grave. I actually <laughs> I actually thought you were going to say, I've been. And then during the pause, you're like, I'm gay. Wait, <laughs> wait for you. Like, what what has been uttered during that pause? Only God and Celine know. knows.
2: It's such an incredible pause. Such an incredible song. It, also, have you I, seen the movie Mommy? by Xavier Dolan? No. hey, gotta go watch that movie right now.
1: You're a culture queen. Now I'm feeling yeah. I have such gaps in my null Well, it's a French-Canadian movie, That's but awesome.
2: it is an incredible movie. He became a very famous director. He's a gay Canadian director. Became very famous after this movie. But there is a scene in it with Celine Dion's On a Change a Pas that will, you'll never forget. It's beautiful.
1: I just want to hear you say Change Pas again. On a Change What is that?
2: Like, an absolutely stunning Celine Dion song. I'll send it to you after this. Oh, and there's man. a dance scene where this... I'm going to start crying. You have to watch Mummy. This is a Canadian CanCon episode.
1: Canadian CanCon. And go listen guy. to Our Lady Peace while you're at it. Oh, my God. The the, the things you're doing to Canada right now, I I they're going to not separate because of this. <laughs> uh, like, me pretending I know anything about anything political. No, that worked. Um. So before before we have to close out soon, which I fucking detest. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you a question that I have not prepped you on, which is, my dear friend Greg Brown from a Up Science, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film?
2: Oh my god! Cultural blind spot. Cultural blind line spot. I'm like, the view? I'm like panicking.
0: <laughs> uh, you, you actually
2: mean? are allowed. Um, to, are I feel allowed like to... everyone probably says Sister Act, Sister Act 2. Which I pretend that I like know more about like than I do.
1: <laughs> well, you've seen Sister Act 2, right? Please tell me you have.
2: Yeah, I have. But then I'm like, have I just I was obsessed with Lauren Hill? And I'm like, or have I just watched Lauren
1: Hill montages?
2: Like <laughs> I, I like, you know. What but I mean?
1: that's why I was obsessed with Lauren Hill is because of that movie. Mm. Specifically, I was obsessed song, with His Lauren I Hill is... because
2: Rosie left Rose.
1: Right now, oh, Rosie. Rosie Anything Rosie. Rosie
2: O'Donnell said to do, our family did. Including go to New York right after September 11th to help bring back the
1: city. Oh, my so, yeah. God. You did that?
2: I saw Ground Zero quite ruined. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, my God. You went to literal <laughs> oh, Ground like, Zero.
2: Literally, my parents are like very frugal and like never, we never traveled. And Rosie O'Donnell was like, we need to build that New York. We got on a plane. It was like, yeah, it was like a month after September 11th. Like, <laughs> it was like.
1: Did you see a Broadway show?
2: Um, we must have but we weren't we weren't like swimming in money so i don't think we did well, we did try to get on girl. rosie yeah we almost got on rosie o'donald's so what we were kind of there to do was to go on Rosie O'Donnell, but we didn't quite make it in and i don't think that we saw a broadway show but we did see ground zero
1: and that's all that <laughs> matters is that you went and to the most devastating spot in new york at the time it was my
2: first flight and it's such a close flight and from Toronto to New York, when the plane landed, it was like, I was like, we, we essentially like went up in the air and went back down and I yeah. assumed it was a four hour flight. So when the <laughs> plane landed, I thought we crashed into something. And I scream. i was like, why fuck? And then my parents were like, No, we landed. because I was like napping.
1: I'm picturing I'm picturing an eleven year old screaming on the plane as they land. Everyone around you is also not freaking out because they're hearing screaming. Well, it
2: was that weird time where like people were like yes. weirdly not going to New York because they like thought it was gonna happen again. And my parents yes. were like, That's not gonna happen again. And Rosie's telling us to go. Let's go. So I was like, it was scary, like there was no one on the airplane, and I was constantly like, We're gonna crash into a building. And
1: then yeah, you have so many was, gorgeous memories of you shouting amongst the crowd and yeah. I think that
2: this is me this is me completely like not having an answer to the Whoopi Goldberg thing.
1: You said the view, you said Sister Act 2, you said Lauren <laughs> Hill, you did your job. <laughs> but like what are answers to this? I feel why don't Sister I Sister Act them? 2 is the answer that I always fish for because it's my favorite movie of all time. So like what is it like? ghost people say ghost people say color purple people say and then sometimes i'll pull in a, a random Whoopi film like the associate i still haven't watched it even though multiple people so why are you color.
2: asking this is what is whoopie your kate
0: winslet
1: yes whoopie is my kate winslet i oh. she is my okay i haven't told anyone this because it hasn't come up until right now i was just in. <laughs> i was just in new york city i doing my first visit since i'd moved from there seven months ago and uh, i saw Sorry, and so i saw a broadway show that doesn't need to be named okay well uh, (laughs) i i i saw two shows and i publicly want to say that broadway is the 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 moment and needs to be supported it was i saw into the woods with sarah barellis neil patrick harris um it was un. it's apparently rumored to go to broadway it was like a concert version it was unbelievable 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 the other broadway show i saw was funny girl (laughs) Which was a show. And so. Um, Wait, wasn't there someone famous in that? Beanie Feldstein.
2: No, I thought that person who everyone loves was in that again or something.
1: Wasn't Bette Midler in it? She was in Hello Dolly. You're also. Oh, thinking, I know. I know. You're I also. Know. <laughs> maybe. Are you thinking of um, Sutton Foster doing The Music Man?
2: No, I'm I'm not. I'm realizing I don't know what I'm talking about, but
1: I do. Okay, I called it. Keep going. You called it. Um, yeah, she's doing Funny Girl, and the reviews were just heinous. And um, wow. we had bought tickets, purchased tickets before the reviews, and yes. um, it was also the day after the Tony nominations came out, where the show received <laughs> literally one, and they thought they were gonna get a billion because they have all these celebrities in it, and it's like one of the only revivals. They only nominated oh, no. three revivals for Best Revival, and Funny Girl was not one of them. So I love see-
2: that they actually are like we the. Tony's and yeah, it was bad. Sorry, we're not even
1: going to do the like. Like, Beanie didn't get one. Um, Jane Lynch didn't get one. Oh no! Um, it just and so I was wondering if it was going to feel like a funeral sitting in the audience of the show because. Did like, it? It did. it did i was surprised at how the audience rallied for them they really did and like that is actually a really cool experience it is cool and also beanie like beanie, per- beanie performed the show and like i was like <laughs> is she gonna call out like the crazy the crazy small world thing is that i went to college with the girl who is beanie feldstein's standby so she performs the role when beanie is gone and secretly my husband and I were wondering if Beanie was going to call out and then our my friend was going to Oh, that be kind of fun. perform but she ended up not. Um but there have been some bootlegs going around of her the, the standby singing the it's good. And, and it's great. Go right. Uh. But the reason I bring this show up is because I walked out of the theater and I literally heard this like Elderly white men go. I just saw Whoopi Goldberg, and I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, you're fucking kidding Fuck! me! Fuck!
2: I saw this shit show. I could have seen Whoopi Goldberg. She was yeah,
1: she was across the street singing another show. I forgot. Oh, it was um, oh, that's so was New it York. A strange loop? Was it the...
2: Oh, a strange loop! I love that musical.
1: I loved it. I saw it. I've like, listened to that. It's like, a so. Lot. I've never good. seen it. Sorry, I've never so seen it. I, listened I to saw the music. it off Broadway before, like not long before we um before the pandemic, and it was insane. And I hear the Broadway show is even more insane and incredible Uh, i think it's gonna win everything um but i was kind of wanting to see it again but matt was like let's see funny girl and i was like okay so i barely missed Whoopi goldberg after funny girl and i like all the cells in my body were like oh
2: my god that's why that's, that's why new york's so great you can run into what goldberg on broadway
1: i did run into her at a columbus circle she was shopping for candy and i followed she's her. so
2: interesting because i'd love uh, to say she's someone you should say hi to but it's like maybe not
1: oh i did not i did not yeah. I, I i truly feel in my gut that i will be able to one day like i just yeah i, I just really it has to be that. the right context
2: because she can like it does she can, like, go off on The View sometimes. But she they all she can. I She's love a View.
1: force. She is... I saw her at a screening of the Sister Act, like, anniversary. I forget how many years it was. Uh, my friend got me a ticket to this screening where she showed up and I it was just an out-of-body experience but again, I would not dare go up to her until I'm like doing a, like, once she yeah. realizes that I have worth, then I'm going to say something to her. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah that's all of our dreams.
1: <laughs> oh my god. So I think actually this brought up a gorgeous conversation about Whoopi and I think that you actually answered. Yeah, now endlessly. I get
2: it. Now I get it. Now, now I get, get it. I need um, to watch more Whoopi uh, Goldberg movies.
1: That's I like agree her. with that. I agree with that. And I need to watch more French-Canadian things and listen to more french Mami <laughs> by Xavier when she gets yeah. in the Saint Jean Chapel. I forget what you called. On,
2: on a change, pas. oh my god, it's one of the best Dion songs. Wait, are it's you so a
1: good, good singer? No, I
2: think you are. Mitch is a really good singer, so he like teaches me uh, me saying No, so quickly. No, I'm not a good singer, but I like to sing. Like I sing all, the, I sing and I dance all the time. So are you house. saying that
1: there's going to be a time when we're going to be singing and dancing high? together yes
2: i hope so where do you live in la i do okay yeah we have to go to la a lot for work
1: thank you where
2: in la where in la
1: i'm on the east side i'm right by silver lake
2: oh nice awesome exactly where we like to stay it's oh a big place! god a big we, place
1: we love and you know what greg we're gonna be uh twirling screaming and dancing in that bar akbar literally Only literally good gay bar in the world, okay. Oh, I can't <laughs> fucking wait. That's um, hyperbolic. Bef- be- no, it, it is the best in the world. I agree. I was. There it's great. It's weekend. honestly a really cool game. It's so good, and people talk. People talk.
2: It's so nice, and there's a jukebox.
1: Listen, <laughs> Greg. I don't want to take too much of your busy time. Where mm-hmm. where can people follow you?
2: So ASAP Science is. Predominantly a YouTube channel, but we also have Instagram, TikTok, blur. My personal uh social media is at whale watch me plz. Um doesn't quite roll off the tongue. Whale well, watch me. Um, many people have told me to change that, but I love whales and I will not.
1: Um so... nor, nor should you. I think it's I think it's <laughs> stunning and your presence is gorgeous. Social media and beyond. <laughs> Um, I can't thank you enough for doing lots of gay ass podcast. It was fun.
2: I love talking about gay shit, are you kidding
1: It was such a dream. And Greg, I'll see you at Akbar.
2: See you at Akbar!